0: ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now.
1: Never FDIC.
0: It is Tuesday, January 5th. Your drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Life Phone Line, 877 420 Talk. That is 877 420 8255. Miller Lite, whole true, great taste. It's only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Welcome into day two of the show in 2021. And if you thought yesterday was going to be a crazy day, today I think might take the cake for me. I don't know how to begin, but we have to. I got on the Zoom earlier this afternoon, Dan D'Antoni, Going to get his thoughts on the game coming up. Marshall's got a home series this weekend, and Dan comes on. Because at first I thought I was just going to get some players to talk a little bit about the game and upcoming game and maybe get Dan later in the week. But Dan comes on, and he's just pretty candid about stuff. And we're going to hear some of that here in a few minutes. Marshall's got COVID issues. Now, I don't want to call it a, an outbreak, and I don't want to call it anything other than there's some contact tracing going on. There are uh, some some issues as far as how many players Marshall will have. Dan said seven. That number could be higher, lower, but I'm just going to go with the number he said. Seven. He said seven, and there might be some issue if you have enough players to to fill the roster. You have to have a minimum number. I understand it to be eight. If you have eight players, you can play. And I couldn't get any clarity from listening in to Dan. We're going to play it back here for you in a little bit. Other than the fact that Dan's got a team right now that has some issues, he might not have a full roster. It's going to be very limited. Uh, There could be some injury issues as well. He didn't get into too many specifics there. And to be honest with you, we're not either. And we're not going to name names, uh, to be quite candid with you. Yeah, I know some of the names. I'm just not going to. You know, we'll see what the team looks like if it plays on Friday and Saturday. And as of right now, uh, they're playing. They're herd's playing basketball. So the thing I got away from this is there are some issues. It's contact tracing. And it doesn't mean you have an entire team infected. It just means you have the potential. So... If you have a couple of infections, a couple of positives, then you have to contact Trace, and then you have to quarantine until you're certain. And with that said, that's going to limit your roster. And if Marshall can go, has enough players, there'll be basketball Friday and Saturday at the Cam Henderson Center. If not, you're going to have to wait till the Western Kentucky game next week, possibly for these basketball players to be able to get out there and go again. And it, I say these players because, again, I mean, I know some of the names. I'm just not going into that. just want to, heads up, so you don't ask. I'm sure it's going to come out, and I'm sure people are talking on message boards and and social media, but it's not, you know, I know some of the names. So we're going to hear from Dan here in a little bit. That's coming up. You can hear a little bit more directly from him. I mean, honestly, he just doesn't have um, the plan right now. Because with basketball, you lose a few players, that pretty much decimates your team. Football, it's a different story. If you can field enough football players, you can go and maybe not be as detrimental. And honestly, I think if you lose a few key components in your football team, you can still go out there and be fairly competitive, not necessarily at your best. With basketball, though, if you lose a few players, you're pretty much done. And if you're fielding players, or if you're putting players on the court that maybe don't get the opportunity to play as much, or you have walk-ons, and Dan talked about that, and I'll let you hear it in a minute. What kind of team are you really putting out there? And that's the other thing is, you're not at a competitive advantage here. This isn't a natural progression of the season where you injure a player, or you see a player injury, you have a loss, and you have to fill that position. It's not... Okay, your your best shooter, your best defender, your best rebounder, your best guard, your best forward, your best center. It's not one of those. Okay, we've lost an important member of the team. We got to reshuffle the lineup. It's we've lost several players, and we're gonna have to put some some players out there that maybe haven't played or maybe have played. Again, that's what the the dynamic looks like. So, at what point? can you say, look, we can't feel the team. And there are some cushions in this Conference USA schedule. That's the other thing. Yeah, I don't know if this is an issue or not, but why not, if there is a major concern, or if it's in honestly in doubt that you can feel the team, and I won't have the details until later this week, why not use that cushion in the schedule Make this up. Because if you can't go on Friday, but you can go on Saturday, why are you bringing Charlotte in? Or, honestly, why are you trying to feel the team if you really don't have all your pieces? I don't know. I don't know what's right in this situation. Because what if that was the other team? What if that was Charlotte, and you're sitting there going, okay, they've lost some players, why and they have enough to play? Well, let's play them. Why should we suffer because of them? So you can flip that story there. I, just it was a it was an interesting start to to my afternoon. And I thought yesterday was kind of crazy. Just the whole feel of it today, I think matches that in some way. And hopefully tomorrow's is gonna. I'm honestly. I'm honestly hoping that we just have a normal sports day tomorrow. I don't know what that means, but I'm hoping we have that normal sports day tomorrow. Just, I want to talk about the game. I want to talk about what this game looks like this week on Friday and what this matchup is going to be about. I wanted to get into that today. Instead, here we are, January 5th, we're talking about COVID issues, and that's where we're going to go when we come back. We're going to hear from Dan. Later on, we're going to talk about some of the other things that are happening tonight. The Heismans tonight, by the way, that might have uh, escaped a few. That is tonight. I'm excited for this. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I have a vote. So I'm looking forward to being able to talk about it a little bit tomorrow. I can't talk about it now. Because since I have a vote, I can't reveal my vote. But I've asked you on Twitter... If you had my vote, who would you have voted for? And you can answer there on Twitter, at Paul Swan's where I'm at. But when we continue, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni. We're going to try to make sense of all this and see where we are. Uh, As of right now, though, as of this moment, Marshall's playing basketball on Saturday and on Friday. As of this moment, nothing has changed on the schedule. So I just want to make that clear right now that no matter what has happened at this point, until I'm notified it's officially released, Marshall's playing basketball on Friday and Saturday. That's where we're at. Will it happen? I don't know. Should it happen? That's a good question. That's an absolute good question. Should it happen? Because, again, if you have a normal course of the season, injury to a player... You're going to be at a disadvantage, but you don't cancel the game, right? But if you're missing a good portion of your roster, at this point, is it even a game? Or are you just going out there, going through the motions, and playing the game? I mean, stranger things have happened. You could have a significantly reduced roster still go out there and win. You could. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's improbable, but it's impossible. No, it's not impossible. But that's the question. Should you play? So we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni. Later on, we'll talk a little Heisman with you. Uh, The COVID-19 story continues with the Cleveland Browns. There's some issues there. We'll try to get into that. I I know a lot of Browns fans that are excited in the playoffs. Seriously. Haven't seen the playoffs since I don't know when. And so we're going to get into that with them. And you, and we'll also get your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So that's where we stand. Dan Antoni on the other side of the break here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
1: Don't worry, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN
0: 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Pulse One. your host. On Twitter, I gave you an opportunity to take my vote away from me and use it as your own. For the Heisman, that's coming up tonight. We're going to find out the recipient of the Heisman Trophy. And so far, I've got a few responses uh, leaning towards Mac Jones or Devontae Smith. No, that's Brad, Brad on Twitter, saying both were deserving. Flip a coin. A uh, couple of people voting for Trevor Lawrence. Of course, your host here, me. Now, I cannot reveal my vote. I cannot do so until after the trophy has been awarded. At that time, I will reveal my vote, not a second sooner. Won't be an accidental tweet of that. I'm not even going to have Twitter open until after the trophy is announced tonight. Then I will tell you my vote. My vote. And hopefully you will agree with me. If you don't, you will tell me why, and I look forward to hearing from you tonight. Again, find me on Twitter, at PaulSwan, or if you're a Facebook person, you know what? you got options. You can find The Drive with Paul Swan on Facebook. We have a page and a group, two different things, both your easy way to connect with me. All right, I was telling you earlier, if you just joined us, there are some issues going on right now here uh, that we need resolved before Friday. So... Marshall has some COVID issues, and that doesn't mean that there's a full-blown outbreak. Let me clarify that now. I've seen that out there. It doesn't mean that everyone's infected. It means that there is a positive. I don't know how many. And it also means that there's contact tracing, and that will mean you're going to have a limited roster. How limited your roster is going to be, we're going to find out here in the next couple of days. That's going to be determined right now. I don't have that answer, but with that said, I know some of the names that were named. We're not going to get into that here, but Dan was able to go into a few things with us, uh, and we're able to to at least get part of his uh, his process going on here. Uh, again, without naming names, we're not doing that. We're not going to outline which players are going to be available, which players are not going to be. But uh, Dan just talks about it, and I'm just going to play the whole thing. Usually we break it down and, and just give you a couple highlights from it. But I'm going to play you what we have here. It's slightly edited for time, but none of the content has been altered. It, this is Dan uh, earlier, and after that we'll talk a little bit about it. But th- this is part of what my day sounded like.
1: Right now the schedule to play, if we have eight, but we haven't qualified whether we have eight yet or not. We know we have seven, six, and you got two or question marks. If one of those two are out, then we're, we don't have eight. We're done. You have to have eight people. And and to me, I thought when they did the eight people, they talk about eight scholarships. Well, I found out it's eight roster players, which is includes your. Uh, no, it's eight. Eight roster players. So, you know, that's what they told me. So, you know, I, you know, it's unfair, really, kind of not just to us, but let's look at ODU, Western, anybody in the Eastern. They're coming in playing uh, – Charlotte's coming in playing us. We're wounded. That's severely wounded. You think you can win with three walk-ons? And uh, we have one big man. One big man. One. One big man.
0: Do you know if this was stemming back from, like, travel back or was this, you well, know, practice? I don't practice think really? there's any
1: way of knowing. See, that's the okay. thing you don't know.
0: Are any of the assess- assistant coaches quarantined? Nope. When was the last time everyone was tested?
1: Uh, Sunday. No, and today we just tested today. You know, I, we were all negative except for the one case uh, on Sunday. But uh, you know, from what I understand, you small plane. You know, we practiced together for two or three days prior to. I, you know, I don't. And I don't pretend to know and uh, all the health issues and things I've just, you know, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I tell you, but I don't know, you know, it is what it is. And uh, again, we'll deal with it one way or the other, but, uh, it's a shame that, uh, this team shows a lot of possibilities. I think we got the highest rated. Pomeroy rating, I know Conference USA, you know.
0: A decision either way, when do you think something will be official? Well, it
1: could it be- uh, From what I understand, again, I haven't been contacted. This is me trying to figure it out, calling people around. No one has contacted me. No one has come to me and said, these are, here's what's going to happen. So I, I don't know. You know, I no one's contacted me today, so I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I you know I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough for the team and, and our kids. And you know, they, you know, it's like I said my radio show, there's nothing good about code. Nothing. So powers to be will tell me, I guess, what I'm supposed to do.
0: How do you feel? Huh?
1: How how are you feeling? Oh, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like I said, I was on the plane. I had a mask on. I didn't I didn't have uh goggles or anything, but I had a mask. You know, I stayed pretty much away, but we're in the film rooms together. I don't know when he got it, when he didn't. CDC said I was okay. I think they are trying to get rid of it. You know, I don't know. You know, another assistance got shut down. Yet all our players did. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all tell me. I got no clue. So, but I don't pretend to know medicine, so I barely know how to call timeout. So, <laughs> see what happens. I would think you might, if you really want to know, you're going to have to ask the people who make the final decisions. I'm not it. I'm not it. And and I don't know what they're doing, so.
0: How frustrating is it considering you're coming off of what could have been a really, really big momentum win and and two days later you're. There's
1: nothing good about COVID. nothing. There's no, this, there's no, there's nothing good. Going down there, no crowd, coming here, not being able to play, there's nothing good. And it's a shame, you know, we have a good ball club. We have a good chance of being really good. But, the, you know, they give you another year, basically. What they're saying is we're going to give you another year. But you don't know who's coming back, or, you know, which ones want to stay and play their, like Jansen's case, six years, you know. You know, I, they, do they want to do that? I don't know. You know? I have no idea, so. I will find out down the road right now. I don't know. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Sometimes you got when to walk away, I guess. I don't know.
0: And I'll leave that for you to d- decide how to take that. That was Dan. You he could hear maybe some frustration in his voice maybe. He didn't have answers. And I'm not sure – That's the press conference I would have given. Of course, Dan's open book. He will tell you anything. So, you know, Dan's not going to be the type that will come out and just hide things from you. And he's an open coach. He's very personable. He'll come out, and if he has an answer, he'll tell you. If he doesn't, he'll tell you. So that's Dan. That's Dan D'Antoni right there. If that was a different sport at Marshall, you might not have got that kind of, of press conference. So where does that leave us? Well, we, we know some players are impacted with COVID. And again, let me qualify that by saying contact tracing, there's a positive. You heard him say that, a positive. And then there's contact tracing and there's quarantining. So it's not an outbreak. There's not 13, 14 players on the roster down with COVID. We don't know, though. And they're testing. They're going to test a couple more times this week. And if they have enough players to have a game, there's going to be a game, I believe, on Friday and Saturday. And as it stands right now, the schedule has not been altered. The games have not been postponed. None of that has come out here in the last few minutes. So as of this program, there's going to be basketball at Marshall University on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So the question is, should they have basketball? Should this be... Something that they maybe work around, try to, to reschedule? Is this something that you try to take advantage of the cushion? Can you? And that's the other question. That's the question that I want an answer to. You can you? Are are you in a position? Do you have the authority to say, look, let's not play this. We're not playing this. Because of and If that's the case, though, what grants you the authority to do that? Because if you have enough players to field the team, and eight's the number, that's the magic number, then you're going to play, right? You kind of have to. Unless the league, unless university, ultimately the person or the entity responsible for making that call makes that call. And obviously... Listening to Dan D'Antoni, it's not him. He's not the one making that call. So that's where we're at with basketball right now. It's it's very frustrating because, again, basketball is different than football. And you have situations where if one or two players come down with COVID, then contact tracing is going to wipe out a lot of your roster depending on the situation, where you were in relation to the person that tested positive. You heard his frustration. You heard, and his voice, a little bit of, I don't have answers. But that's where we're at right now. We'll know more hopefully here in the next couple of days. If not sooner, definitely I would think we would know before Friday, Thursday, at the latest if something changes. All right, we're going to talk a little Heisman with you. We're going to talk about what's happening in sports today, as we always do. It is the Tuesday, January 5th edition, The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This was on social media, and someone shared it with me. I want to share it with you. Doc Holliday, 11 seasons at Marshall, 139 games and a 612 winning percentage. Doc Holiday is going to be eligible for selection into the College Football Hall of Fame 3 years after his retirement. So, if he never coaches again and he announces retirement 3 years after, he's going to be eligible for the the College Football Hall of Fame. Bob Pruitt, 9 seasons as Marshall's head coach, 94 and 23. 9 seasons. 94 wins. That's a win percentage of 803. Does not meet the 10-year criteria, minimum. You have to have 10 years as a head coach to be eligible for selections at the College Football Hall of Fame. And Bob Pruitt doesn't meet the minimum criteria required. So Bob Pruitt not eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame. Doc Holliday eligible three years after his retirement. So I thought that was an interesting thought there because, I mean, that's one thing. With Coach Pruitt, you got nine seasons with him, and he never got that 10th season. So that 10th season would have meant he would have been eligible for Hall of Fame. And I'm pretty sure that if he would have got his 10th season in, he would have been elected into the College Football Hall of Fame. He would have made it in. I think that's fair to say. Now, would Doc Holiday make it in? I don't know. A lot of people do like Doc, and let's be quite honest here, and this is anecdotal. It's a word of mine. I like that word. But it's perfect for this situation. Um, as far as I can tell, everybody, for the most part, lots of nice things to say about Doc Holliday today and yesterday on social. I mean, there's still some who would think this is the right decision, but that aside, a lot of people... Hey, Doc Holiday is a pretty good guy. We like Doc. A lot of players coming out, players coming out, former players in support of the head coach. Uh, Doc Holiday meant a lot to them. So lots of positive things I think, uh, and rightfully so said about Doc Holiday. You know, whatever your opinion of him may be. I mean, he was a really nice guy. He was someone who just didn't hang around and pal around with you. You know, he wasn't out buddy-buddying with people, and and I that, think that's important to a lot of people especially people who donate to the program, people who are boosters, people who uh, invest their time, energy, money into the program. And they want to be made, feel special. They want to hang out with the coach. They want to feel good. You know, they want to be his buddy. Yeah, I've, you know, I, I've heard that opinion also, and, and I agree with it. You know, if Doc was maybe more of a social butterfly, would Doc still be here? I think of it? If he's out there, he's press, pressing flesh, or however you do it in the COVID world, if he's out there kissing babies, shaking hands, if he's doing all that, is he still here as the coach? I mean, think about it, because you you form a relationship with the coach. If you are a fan of a program, you, you might not have a direct relationship, but with a college football program, you kind of have that ability you have that ability more so in in college to form that bond, form that identity, and college athletics boosters are important because that's where your funds are coming from. That's where a lot of your money is coming from. You fundraise when you're asking for donations. You know, people want to feel important because I'm not just handing you my money. Hey, you know what? I no here. Do it with whatever you will here. You know, Don't worry about me. I'll be over here in the corner. Just take my money. It doesn't work that way. You know, I like the pros better. Honestly, I, I like NFL football better. And then again, I'm a Bengals fan, so maybe I need to revisit that stance here. And I like professional sports differently because it's, it's a different dynamic. It's completely different. Now, again, you're trying to sell tickets. That's the ultimate goal here. If if fans weren't important to the equation here, and money wasn't important to the equation here, you know why are we building bigger and better and badder facilities here? You know, it's about selling tickets. It's about generating interest for the program. It's about how much you can raise. And of course, we've seen in this pandemic world, a lot of these programs got caught because you try to continue your spending you bring it in, you spend it. There's no war chest. There's no, we have money in the bank. And so that's important. I still have the, the mindset though, that if you try to bring a coach in, I would like to see, I don't know how to quantify this. I'd like to see if if you're going to do better than doc. I think you might have to spend some money. Now, I'm definitely willing to concede that point, and maybe you don't have to spend as much. I'm willing to concede that point, but I don't know how you can afford what you can afford right now. I don't know. I'm not involved in the finances, but money is tight, right? So I don't think you're going to be able to spend too much more, if that, what the incentives are going to be, what the, the, the contract's going to be at the same time yeah i want to see if you're going to if you're going to make a change from a known quantity you're going to make that change it better be good it better be right you better bring someone in that can bring excitement to the program got to be able to recruit right got to be able to Meet with the fans, meet with the boosters. Become their friend, become their buddy, become their pal. Make them feel like they care. Yeah, they're special. You know, someone who's personable. I mean, why? Why did everyone like Tom Harrigan Eventually, early on, because the guy was out hanging out with people. Now the win losses caught up with him here, and the way the program was being run. So, yeah, that caught up with him. Ultimately, though. Why is Dan D'Antoni more successful in certain regards? It's because he is a very open, I'm not saying boisterous, but he's very personable. If you meet him on the street, you're not a stranger. I mean, he doesn't know who you are, but you know, he's he's happy to see you. Doc, he's a type of person that I mean, he wakes up you know he's ready to go to work it's not that he does not like you it's just he's ready to go to work here he's you know he's businesslike i mean he, he he's attending to he's attending to football now if you're in that locker room with him you're on that roster you know you might see a, a different side of him might see him smile you might see him you know, open up to you if you're in that inner circle because I'm going to be honest with you uh, the people that I know that are in that inner circle, they have nice things to say about Doc Holliday, the, the man, the person. Hey, I mean, come on, he did some great things for Marshall. I mean, the toy drive is great. I hope that continues. Uh, the way that Marshall, I mean, Marshall's played on and near the date of the plane tragedy for several years. Doc comes in and says, look, no, that this, this isn't just another game. This isn't just another date. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna remind people that this is something significant here. And I know we kind of went a different direction here, but my takeaway is with this, um, Doc Holliday. I mean, here's a guy who was voted Conference USA Coach of the Year, and now he's no longer with the program. But eleven seasons. He's eligible in three years after retirement for the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Unless Bob Pruitt gets a head coaching job for a year, uh, he is not eligible with nine seasons. The requirement is 10-year minimum for head coaches. 10-year. Doc Holliday's got 11. Bob Pruitt's got 9. So, you know maybe in hindsight, you know, we look back at his career, and you know what? It's not so bad, right? And I think that would be nice for him. Again, I don't know if he would get elected into the Hall of Fame, but he's eligible. He can get in. And then we'd have a Marshall football coach in the Hall of Fame. I think that would be something. We will continue on with tonight's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1, AM 930. Now, back to the drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Just a couple odds and ends before we call it a night. COVID issues at Ohio State. There's some um, discussion going on right now about postponing the college football playoff championship. However, there hasn't been a change in the schedule. So... Uh, As it stands right now, Monday night, championship game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for tonight's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And uh, that's an interesting story. You know, would you change the championship game because of COVID issues? College football has either canceled bowls or has soldiered on. I don't know if you change the college football championship. I mean, that's going to be a huge ask. I don't see you canceling it. So if Ohio State has enough players to field a team, you know, go out there with what you have and let's see what happens. Is it fair? I don't know. Because then you've got to ask Alabama. You have to put Alabama on hold. Alabama has to wait. This has been a completely sticky situation and you can't say don't play it because then you're going to have those that say play the game and if you say play the game you're going to say well why can't you postpone it you see it's getting interesting but uh, not in a good way All right, Heisman coming up tonight Uh, coverage of the Heisman right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 I offered you my vote if I said who are you going to vote for uh, for the most part, it's going to be Mac Jones. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has came up a few times. Uh, Vonta Smith. So, um, Smith, Jones, Lawrence. Those are the names I'm seeing the most on Twitter right now from you. I'll tell you tomorrow who I voted for. So, I can't reveal it until after. So, if you're kind of curious what I... Uh, what I submitted as my ballot. Uh, I'll show it to you after the Heisman election tonight, and then we'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow if you like here. And, of course, you can find me on social media. I've got three places you can find me. Twitter, I'm there, at Paul Swan. You can also be a part of the program on Facebook. Two different ways. You can follow just general news about what's happening with the show on our page, The Drive with Paul Swan. And then uh, we've got a group. We're building a community for you. And this is going to be, hopefully, once we get it really going, this is going to be a great place for you just to to go talk to other fans who uh, listen to the show, follow what we do daily, and uh, interact with each other. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, I'll uh, use it as a part of the show. If you've got something really cool or something interesting to talk about, it'll be part of the show. And you can find our group easily by the page. Like the page, hit the group tab Get yourself invited in. Just ask to join, and you're usually invited in really quick. If you put that, if you click that, and just say, "Hey, let me in," you know, we pretty much let you in. Uh, now, as with all groups and forums, uh, we do have some rules. Basically, um, the Bill and Ted rule is my big rule: be excellent to each other. That's it. I mean, you can have opinions. Uh, No personal attacks, things like that. Um, Heated debate's fine. Heated debate is is fine and encouraged. If you've got an opinion and you want to defend it, go for it. But be excellent to each other. No personal stuff. Come on. We're all better than that. So that's where we're at on social. Uh, Again, I encourage you to join. And uh, really, once we get it going, it's going to be about you. The group will be about you and your thoughts. And I'm going to be there with you. But it's going to be your community. I'm just going to have the platform for you to form the community. So uh, if you're interested, find me on Facebook. Find The Drive with Paul Swan. Find the group through the page, and then we'll get this thing really going. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter again at Paul Swan. Speaking of Promoting Oneself podcast, that's coming up. All you have to do is search for the program on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, that's a great place. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can enjoy, listen to, at your leisure, The Drive. And if you always miss an episode, guess what? If you miss an episode, we'll have it posted for you. I mean, yesterday's episode's pretty good. You should go back and listen to it and uh, hear some of the reaction about Doc Holliday and what you thought about why he was let go or why his contract wasn't renewed. So, that's a good episode to go back and listen to. And you, of course, you, know, you can go back and listen to past episodes. We keep them all up there on the podcast page. You can find it, again, Apple Podcast. If you have an iPhone, you have an Android device, you can find us on Stitcher Radio. Spotify, pretty good unified platform for both iPhone and Android users. And, of course, if you have got just an old-fashioned computer, just go to the website, wrvc.com. Okay. I think we've uh, hit it all today. We're going to be back tomorrow, do it all over again. And uh, we'll have the Heisman results. We'll find out if Marshall's going to play basketball later this week. Maybe sooner, but I would think by Thursday we will find out. So we've got that to get into with you. But tomorrow we'll have the results of the Heisman. We'll find out tonight. You can listen to the ceremony right here. If you can't watch it, right here, ESPN. 94.1, and AM 930. So plenty of options for you tonight. I think that's it. I think that's uh, that's done. Uh, tomorrow, back here, 5.06 p.m. Thanks for tuning in to ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.